It is always nice to have Nicole Mulder with me. She's the executive director of Theater Lahamadu. And when you show up, that means there's another show on the stage at Theater Lahamadu. Yes. This one's a special one, this right? This one's a special one. Dancing Lessons opens on uh, July 11th. It's going to be a great great week. Let me ask you, when you are looking at shows in the off-season to decide what's going to hit the stage at Theater Lahamadu, and you saw this one, what, what were you thinking? Why, why this show? Well, first of all, you know, we had worked with Avi before, Avi Aharoni, who's one of the stars of the show. Uh, we've worked with him in My Father's Son Searching for Identity in 2021. He was the playwright and the actor, and I you know his work, and I was excited to see the show. And then was able to see the show, and it was it was very moving. It was it was very memorable, and I and I saw it on a Sunday afternoon, and um, you know I, that's kind of during the time where I see a lot of shows and many during the week. And it was you know when it, when they stand out amongst a pile of others, it's 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 a something to pay attention to. An unexpected romantic comedy. And I'll ask the actors why it's an unexpected romantic comedy. So there's kind of a serious tone to this romantic comedy, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's a serious tone, but it's really the reality. And one of the things that I, I want to talk about is, is you know, this, this whole summer, if you think about our theme, which is celebrating the cultural tapestry of our community. You know, one of the things that we, we, we uh, forget sometimes in the theater is the reality of what's happening in people's homes and behind their doors. And so, you know, our cultural tapestry is, you know, it's fun and it's, it's bring, you know, it brings back memories and it does all these things, but we also have to remember what, what happens today. Right. And then this is kind of the next couple of shows with this and with love letters, we're going to see some, you know, what I, what I might uh, look back and say, it's very mid 19th century, realism that that came into play with you if you look at art art history that's sort of the section of where we are in our season right now it's really cool and tickets available of course right now online and you can also get them at the box office correct yeah yeah so 320-846-3150 and emily will be happy to take your call i always encourage people to come out early for that beautiful patio and enjoy the <sighs> company and everybody else that's out there and even after the show stick around even too. after the show yeah. it depends on the the show and the day and how people are feeling but if we're feeling it we'll leave the concessions open and for sure on opening night we'll always have have a party after the show. Well, let's hear more about dancing lessons. Introduce the special actors you brought. So uh, again, once again, Avi, welcome back to Alexandria. We loved having you. I, I was telling uh, our audience the other night uh, when you when you were here with my father's son, we did have people see the show multiple times, and in fact, one person saw it four times. Uh, <laughs> you are in for a treat if you're able to see uh, Avi on stage. And um, and joined this time, joining Avi this time as is his co-star. Elizabeth Efteland, and you will be um, just blown away by her performance as well. The two of them on stage have tremendous uh, chemistry and great acting skills, and this is going to be a fun show for everyone. Well, welcome, welcome to both of you, and especially you. you, Avi. It's nice to see you again. Yeah, you too. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's, it's great to be back. You visited when you were doing the, this show just a couple of years ago, so I want to start with you. Tell me the name of your character. Uh, my character's name, uh, Ever Montgomery. And he has Asperger's syndrome, correct? Correct, yes. And that's where the tone of the show kind of plays here. And it's still a romantic comedy, but there's the unexpected part of it, right? Uh, to an extent, yeah. I think uh, he's an interesting character because he lives with Asperger's, but he is so much more than that. He is he is a professor. He has a brilliant mind. I mean, he's a, the most empathetic character I've ever played. He's... He's lost and searching and lonely, but but independent. I mean, he's so 
complex in so many ways. I don't even know what a geoscientist does. Do you? <laughs> what I had to learn. I had to learn. It's uh, like um, he explains it a little bit. Uh, uh, what did I say? <laughs> Global warming and ecological extinctions. And other inevitabilities. <laughs> ah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for chiming in there, Elizabeth. And then let me talk just a little bit about Asperger's. And I know you guys are not medical experts, but playing this role, what, what exactly, for people that don't know, what is Asperger's syndrome? Oh, man. It's so... It's interesting because, and I explained it in the show to the uh, autism uh, community has sort of gotten rid of because they kind of put this in the autism spectrum now, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it it is a big spectrum. Um, it's it's sort of uh, just a different way that your mind works. You know, we're so used to uh, society is built around you know neurotypicals, quote right? Quote and how you know those of us sort of go about the world, uh, but your mind just works a little differently, and you absorb and process differently than than. Uh, people like you know us, uh, so to speak, me and you, and so yeah, it, it it's it's going about the world in a different lens, different mindset. Would people remember Rain Man? Is that something that he had? Dustin Hoffman played Rain Man. Is yeah, that the same thing? Yeah, and that's an interesting uh, example because uh, I remember speaking with. Um, but he had a different version, I think. Right? He, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That's that why it's called so the spectrum. Yeah, right. Right. You know, right. there's so it, it, you meet one person on the spectrum. They say the 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 phrase is if you meet one person on the spectrum, you meet one person on the spectrum. Okay. It never it uh, totally looks different, and that's why the beautiful thing about this character is that it could be played any different way. It's you know it, because at the core of it, that's not who he is. It's what he it, you know lives with. Um, so it, there's so much uh, ex- exploration and and. Uh, meat, so to speak, that you can sort of build it into the character. Uh, but like the Rain Man, I remember talking to my um, autism consultant the first time around, and her and I met a lot, zoomed all the time, and sort of I have I texted her every question <laughs> I could think of. One interesting that I remember her saying was that you know it's interesting in pop culture when you do when there has been a portrayal of someone on the spectrum, it's always been a savant. Mm-hmm. You never get like somebody who is not a brilliant mind. Whereas I think this show particular, it's he's a human being who's a professor, but he's not a savant. And so it's sort of a different take, you know? So ever Montgomery, the character you're playing, does not have to rush home to see Judge Wapner, necessarily, <laughs> like, like in Rain Man. No. Correct. He does not. <laughs> so let me bring in Elizabeth. And, okay, he's a geoscientist, and yes. you're a dancer. We're going to find out That's with right. these two, you know, how they met and why they're together. Mm-hmm. So explain your character. Oh, that's a big (laughs) task. Because her life is not simple either. Right. Senga is a professional dancer and she says in the show that, you know, that's that's all that she cares about. Like dancing is her life. And so she's recently had a pretty bad injury. And so that brings into question, you know, whether she's going to be able to still dance or if she has to figure out something else to do, something else to bring her purpose. And uh, yeah, I don't know the motivation, a reason to wake up in the morning, but I think that maybe what's most unexpected about the show isn't necessarily specific to one character or the other, but it's more so about the fact that these two people connect the way that they do, the fact that they're so similar to one another. Where you would put a dancer and a geoscientist, you would never think that they would have anything in common, but they have so many of the same fears and joys and 
It's great. The show is called Dancing Lessons, so I'm only assuming the lessons <laughs> come into play somehow. Why does a geoscientist need to learn how to dance? So, uh, oh, that's I feel like that's a spoiler we don't, okay, question. Well, we don't want <laughs> to give it away, <laughs> but no, it's, not. it's how like, it's how the two characters meet, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's really like first scene, first moment is knocking on the door, asking for a, uh, a dancing lesson. He's um, there's a there's a big event coming up that he's stressed out about that he's gonna uh, embarrass himself a little bit with so he knows that she lives in the building he knows she can probably teach him just a few couple steps and uh, he's sort of grasping at straws at this point because the stress has gotten to the point and this is all this is my backstory okay the stress has gotten to the point yeah. that he's like i have less than a week i need to do something Yes, he's been thinking about needing this dance lesson for probably months. Months, yeah. And now he's finally gotten up the courage to ask since it's like five days away. <laughs> yeah. So, so the romantic part of romantic comedy, do you want to uh, kind of say more about that or do you want to leave that up to, to no, the... No, I, I, think, I think it's a very... It's such a sweet show. And I think also the comedy is... Like the jokes that are very well written. It's so funny. Mark St. Germain, the playwright, is he knows how to like yeah. structure a, a show and a scene and like really set up a joke and hit it out of the park. So, Elizabeth, when the patrons leave the theater tonight, what are you hoping that they are thinking about? After yeah. they got to know your characters, I mean, are they going to be like, yay, I'm so glad that happened, or oh, I wish it did, or. I think that they'll be surprised. I think they'll be moved. I hope that they walk away with some questions and with a good story to tell something that we that I, i'd love for people to take away or something that these the this show and these characters are bringing to the to our to the theater is so often we think about kids on the spectrum and we forget that they turn into adults on the spectrum and this gives a glimpse into a life of somebody who's living with autism long term right and and how do they fit into our society and how can we understand um, a mind that is quite developed, uh, just like the rest of ours, but works and functions in a little different way. I have to ask this because people are going to want to know. So Avi and Elizabeth in real life, are you <laughs> together? We love each other deeply, but not in that way. Okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> just two professional actors doing their job. Really good yes. at our job. <laughs> we'll convince you otherwise, though. Just you wait. Well, Avi, I know this is your second time back to Theater La Hamadou. Isn't it a special place to be? It, it is. I... I so I don't know if I ever told Nicole this, but like I, I invited her to the first run of this show just to plant a seed <laughs> because I wanted to come and back. It and worked. I, I was hoping I, I didn't. Yeah, it was like I thought this show was very special. I was very proud of it. Mm -hmm. I was proud of the work. And it was sort of like, Nicole, you should just maybe come by the show sometime. And, just <laughs> and she day. does have the Midas touch when it does uh, to picking shows, the, the ones that she brought. So, so this one has to be pretty darn good. It has uh, to be right out there. It's good. It, good. It's, I think it's pretty good. But yeah, no, it's Lahamadu. I mean, the the fan base, the audience base that Nicole has sort of cultivated and this community. It's. I remember being back here feeling like I was stepping into like a home in a way of like people were just so warm and accepting and like... You know, that, that hospitality that you don't get with many theater companies. You're sort of there to do a job. Whereas here, you're there and you're absorbed by, like, and supported by a community, which I think is really beautiful. So, dancing lessons, would you say, Nicole, this is uh, good for the whole family to come and see this? I would say you might want to talk to your kids about the story that you see. But it does have some, you know, kind of more adult conversations that are happening in there. Um, I think, I if I can add to it, I think that a lot of the conversation with this show is just about 
everybody has something they're living with and struggling with and and not struggling with i should say but like everybody lives with something and it's so easy to judge somebody from an outside perspective and like you know it's cliche but judge a book by its cover without getting to know a person and i think this show really delves into that and i think it it takes a mature mind to like see somebody and be like they're they have a story regardless what it is everybody has a story to tell well, everybody will be uncomfortable trying to watch you dance, right? That's, that's, that's the uncomfortable part of that's it. That's very true. <laughs> the other thing that I would add is that, you know, this, this show is about an adult relationship. And so there are themes that, that happen that are part of adult relationships. And so if you're comfortable bringing your uh, child into that situation and, and, you know, exposing them to what happens in real life, then we're here for you. Yeah, and the base of patrons they have out there, they will love this. I know they will, and they're very supportive of Theater Lahamadu, and I'm excited to see it. July 11th through the 15th, 7.30 p.m., matinee performance, Thursday, July 13th at 1.30, dancing lessons at Theater Lahamadu. Would you guys do us a favor and just maybe do a couple lines from one of the scenes? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you do that? <laughs> just to kind of, you know, send us away and want to go and get our tickets? I thought this song would make you happy. It's from a musical. Rodolfo says you dance in them. I hear a lot of people take pleasure in musicals. They laugh, they cry, and at the end, they all stand up and clap to force the actors off the stage. Is that true? No. And yes, people love musicals. You've never gone to one? Why? You might enjoy it. They're pointless. Theater is like sports for people with no athletic ability. (laughs) Except when a sports person gets punched or tackled, it really happens. Actors just pretend to be punched or tackled. It's nothing like sports. In theater, you're telling a story. Lying. No, because the audience understands going in. It's not reality. So people pay to be lied to. Like they pay to pretend to be part of a sports team. People are part of the show. Performances change every night depending on how they react. People come because they want that emotional connection. People get emotional at hockey games. It's not the same. Sports are about winners and losers. Theater is about conflict between people who want different things. Winners and losers. There are no scores. It's about real life. You see other people's emotions. You feel them. See the world like they do. You compare it to your own life and see what seems true. 